You are listening to the In Her Eyes podcast. I am your host, Lynn Niehaus, episode 107. Hello, hello, my lovely friend, and welcome to the In Her Eyes podcast. I am your host, Lynn Niehaus, interior designer, artist, mama, scientist, color specialist, and space coach, here to help you navigate the beautiful messiness of raising strong, thriving daughters while you discover the path to a home that inspires you. You will learn to design gorgeous, peaceful spaces inside and out that you can be proud of and love coming home to. Each week, we will explore how individuality and practicality create the harmony our souls crave. Let's dive in, my dear, to all of our beautiful stuff. of the In Her Eyes podcast. So I will be putting out an episode during the week between Christmas and New Year's. But this is your reminder to take a few minutes if you haven't already, if you did so during the process of the word of the year, to reflect on your year and record the things that you learned whether it was new ways of thinking simple areas of personal growth or maybe some really transformative moments i know sometimes those moments get lost in my journal And I like to go back and read through, I page through the books that I've read over the year and see what I highlighted or what stood out or sticky notes that I made, or maybe if it was a book from the library or an audio book, things that I wrote down in my journal and put stars by, I'm pretty good about putting stars or separating out things that feel really profound in the moment. So when I have the opportunity to page back through and whether I'm looking for something or whether I'm in uh, reflection, I have, I it stands out and I can let it sift through me. One of the things that I've learned in recent days, I I really have to say this is just a recent thing that's come together for me that I want to share with you to help you anchor into what you might have experienced or learned this year that might not have jumped out at you. And it's the concept of embodiment. And I I've shared with you this concept before. I've talked about it on the podcast. If you'll remember when uh, Alana Williamson was on, Elena Williamson, I always want to pronounce her name, Alana. Elena Williamson was on the podcast. We talked about embodiment as, you know, movement and 
how you can use it to unearth emotions that are buried deep within that create patterns that you experience in your life. One of the pieces of this reflection exercise is to unearth these patterns and while a process like in her embodiment method is one way to maybe access some things that might not be clear for you that might not be they're so ingrained in the way that you're functioning in your life that you might think that things outside of you are causing the events that are occurring in your life but this process is is one process that helps you see and facilitate these emotions in a way that you can, I want to say course correct, but course correcting implies that you are on the wrong course and our bodies, our minds associate wrong as bad, that you've done something bad and now you need to fix it. And I want to bring you back to this this process of embodiment because it's something that I feel like for the last couple of years, I've been trying to understand on an intellectual level and I feel like I'm finally there. So I want to share that with you. But in the context of storytelling, and I know that I've already done an episode called The Stories We Tell Ourselves. And if this episode lands for you, I encourage you to go back and listen to that. I'm actually going to go back and listen to it myself after I finish recording this episode. So this episode is airing on the winter solstice. And our physical bodies on the planet that we live on, in the universal construct of energy. Everything is energy. Our body is energy. The earth is energy. It all breaks down to protons and neutrons and electrons and the space between those things. How all of those things influence each other. And to embody something is to see it, express it, and experience it as a human. I remember a couple years ago when I was in a coaching program and my coach was talking about a process that she uses to share her message on social media. And one element of that was embodiment. And I asked her to define this word embodiment because it was a foreign concept to me at the time. And that was my first introduction to this word. And 
I can't say if she gave me a definition, it didn't land. It it still continued to be something that I couldn't wrap my head around. And when I started seeing it as in I follow several people who who use movement as a way to express themselves. And when I was doing the energetic healing work under Ina Segal and studying under her, it was something that was brought up very, very frequently. And I could experience this process of unlocking. I could observe my movement. I could observe my environment. And that's one thing I train my clients to do, to look around them. To the, you know, Our homes are the closest place to us that we can start to see how what we believe creates what's there, what's how our spaces are set up, how they feel off or how they feel aligned, the colors that we gravitate to, all of those are things I teach with clients to help them transform their whole life by simply adjusting their space to be in harmony with what they want to see. And to me, it's a really tangible way. But what I've realized in these past few months is there are stories that I have created that I continue to tell myself. And I'm sure you're going to find this as well. You may have found this as well. And you may also be on the journey of discovering what is still something that you can't see that's creating an outcome that you might not necessarily want to be calling in. So you may be like me and on this journey of transformation and trying to figure out ways that you can get to where you want to be. I was out of my office for a long weekend to celebrate my mother's 80th birthday and to see my daughter who is about to be out of reach for uh, six or so months because of a, an intensive that she's going in with the Space Force uh, new training that she has been selected to participate in. And because it was my daughter's only chance to see everybody at once, she went to North Carolina instead of coming to Pennsylvania. And it allowed her to do a lot of different things. So coming back into my office on Tuesday morning, in order to get to work, to ground myself, to get focused on the tasks at hand, I did an oracle card drawing, which is a tool that I use to sort of center and align myself with 
my emotional and spiritual needs as they relate to what I want to accomplish. And the card that I drew was the storyteller. And I thought it was going to be, I, like, I've done a lot of work on storytelling. I won a storytelling contest when I was in grade. So this card felt familiar. And I opened to read the description and I thought it was going to be about, you know, you write your story and you get to say this and you get to say that, all the things that I know and believe. And it did say that, but I saw something in the words that spoke to me in a brand new way. And those words were, you teach others how to treat you. I know this. I've experienced this. I've certainly said it before. While I was home, my ex-husband was also in North Carolina to see my daughter as well. And my parents' house being a common meeting point, we went to dinner together a few times, breakfast, lunch. I known that this was going to be the case and we get along okay now. But I had a couple of experiences while I was home that jumped out at me as something that I wanted to process. He had just had a bike accident several weeks ago where he broke, I believe, seven ribs. And my ex-husband is a very sarcastic person. He can be very biting and hurtful when he's in a situation where he's uncomfortable and he's uncomfortable in almost all social situations. So that can be pretty frequent. And it's one of the reasons that we are no longer together is because it was a pretty painful existence, always being the butt of the joke, being the safe target that was accessible to get him to a place of comfort. And it's even more painful when you watch your children become that target. And I've done a lot of work to be able to process and hopefully support them to see that his words aren't truths, but land in the places where we're most vulnerable. During one of these dinners, I had tried really hard to lighten the mood because it was just he and I sitting at the table waiting for everybody else and be empathetic about his pain and I I put myself in his energy waves and I was trying to be funny and sarcastic and joke about his situation which is what he does to the people around him but 
if you are an empath or a, a high feeling person like me and you know you experience other people's emotions in your own body that's where I wanted to get back to this body piece of it you you probably attract quite a few narcissists in your life because they do gravitate to those of us who open ourselves up to being a source of their comfort and this is a whole subject for another day but during this process of you know trying to lighten the situation and starting to feel attacked and uh, just I was getting really frustrated because he just kept talking about this you know poor me poor me you know the universe conspired to if any part of this had been different I wouldn't have these seven broken ribs now and I was just really frustrated because he couldn't see how I was trying to be compassionate and shortly after that, my husband sat down and he slipped into this a similar energy wave. And the result of that energy wave is he's going to try and comfort Dave as well. But his way of doing it is going to be to tease me because... He knows it's something that Dave would align with. And I'm not saying that these actions or thoughts are conscious. I'm saying that we're operating out of connections to these energetic waves that we're in. You know, the environment that we're in if you've ever said anything where you really regret, you know, you feel like you stuck your foot in your mouth or you said something hurtful that you wish you could, you know, take back. That is the result of you speaking from your story within the field of someone else's energy. And it's, a concept that, you know, in the society that we live in, we don't talk a lot about because we shame and blame ourselves and we look for opportunity to shame and blame ourselves. And we've been taught, at least most of us have anyway, that, you know, what we're doing is wrong and someone who is operating from the that energy of that narcissistic personality, they're constantly deflecting that you know, those shadows within themselves to see it in the people around them. But as my husband made a comment, and he's usually pretty conscientious of the things that he says, he certainly didn't realize how hurtful it was to me. But it wasn't, his words weren't necessarily as hurtful as they were in the situation because I felt like they were siding with my ex-husband and that 
was even more hurtful. So I was in a story that I didn't want to be in. So my first thought was, how do I attract these men in my life that can't see how hard I try to comfort them, to help them exist softly? I see their pain. I feel their pain. I know their pain. I see it almost as if I have experienced it myself. I do experience it. How can they not see how hard I try to alleviate that pain? But it wasn't until I pulled the card and read those words that I said to you just a few minutes ago. You teach others how to treat you and compounded it with the work that I've been doing to build and grow my business, grow my podcast, grow my social media following, all the things that I feel like I've been hitting brick walls with, my frustrations with trying to move my business from doing the physical work to create spaces that a lot of times are just giving people what they're asking for when I can see what's really missing and wanting to shift into supporting them and coaching them and, and helping them create a space that heals them, that heals them completely. And complete is a hard word to wrap your head around as a human because you feel like there's always, we've been taught that, there's always going to be something wrong. When you fix one thing, something else breaks. I don't know how many times I've heard that in my life, especially from my parents and people that I've been around. And it just became abundantly clear how many of these tiny, tiny, tiny little stories I was continuing to tell myself, it's easy to recognize them in others. It's harder to recognize them in ourselves. And I believe that's the work that we're always doing. So this was a pretty profound insight for me. And I wanted to share it with you so that when you're doing that reflective work over the past year and plotting and planning your 2024, if you're going to be doing that, whether you're doing it alongside me in one of my coaching programs or we're talking about it in our design work that we're doing together to transform your space or you're bootstrapping it and doing the DIY work that you do so well and you don't feel like you need any support because you are really good at resourcing the information that you need to get to where you want to be. If that's the case, I that's why I have this podcast because I know that there are a lot of people like me that can make a lot of progress with by doing the work on their own. And there's 
some level of needing to understand that needs to be done in our own personal spaces. I also know that when I get stuck, that I do get stuck, that I can only take myself so far. And it's why I invest in communities and coaching programs to to give me those quantum leaps to the next level. Would I have been able to fully embody this message, to feel it at my core and be able to make the changes that take me to where I see in my dreams, to see in my brightest moments that I can go without the support of brilliant, beautiful souls to guide me. That's my coaches, my coaching community that I'm in that provides the reflection and the soft support that I need to move without fear. There's no such thing as without fear. I'm going to rephrase that. To move through the fear that sometimes I've made up. You know, sometimes I'm seeing situations that don't come to fruition and that shows up as fear. Sometimes it's just moving out of my comfort zone. And we've heard that, you know, I feel like that's such an overused term. And I probably find it to be a really prickly term because my goal is always to provide comfort for people, you know, true soul aligned, spiritually aligned, emotionally aligned comfort within their homes. And to me, that is harmony. And I'm always, always trying to help people find harmony within their personal spaces. So this idea of stepping outside your comfort zone, I, I run into it when I find people who are frustrated with, you know, they keep doing things the same way over and over and over in their homes. And then they just want me to do it on, do the same things the way that they do them on just a different level with different, you know, they come to believe that they can't find what they're looking for, the pieces that are going to create a home that they envision, but they keep doing things in the same way. And it's only my clients who are willing to see things from a different point of view when I'm operating from, okay, this is what you're telling me you want to feel like, to function like, and this is why we're not, you're not getting there. It's only the ones that are brave enough to listen and try things that get to those places where they really, really, really feel supported by their space. So as you do your plotting and planning for 2024, I want to ask you the same questions that my guidebook asked me because I found a lot of clarity 
in the answers to these questions, and I think you will too. What if you could connect to your true power as a co-creator of your reality? The story originates in your mind, how you think, your view of the world, and what you expect to see in it. The truth is, you have everything you need to tell a new tale and weave more blessings into the world as your unique contribution. What if those things that you see, be they people or situations or finances or opportunity or lack of opportunity, what if you no longer see them? What if you rewrite their existence in your life? And recognize that they come as teachers and not constrictions. And you, you solely, have the power to connect with your highest self. I love Asia Suler because she says wise, widest self. I as someone who's always been able to have really good control of my weight, I found that a really sticky term in the beginning. And I had to sit in it. And I had to see that my ability to connect to my faith and my belief in things beyond me, a, a power, a source greater than me, my ability to connect to the earth and her support and all that is created from the minerals, the elements of the earth and all of the beauty that comes from just the existence of this beautiful planet that we live on. was just a two-dimensional existence, you know, up and down. When I put myself into it, it becomes three-dimensional. It's how I interact with my belief structures as well as my physical environment. But to get to that next place, I have to accept that there are things that Go out and beyond what I cannot see, what I can't feel in the moment, what I'm not currently conscious of. The beloved poet Rumi said it best. Out beyond the ideas of wrongdoing and rightdoing, there's a field. I'll meet you there. When the soul lies down in the grass, the world is too full to talk about. Ideas, language, even the phrase each other doesn't make any sense. And that is my wish for you, my friend, as we move toward 2024. 
to exist in a place that we don't have to explain it. We don't have to describe it. We don't have to analyze it. We don't have to break it down. We don't have to try and understand it. It just feels. So have an extraordinary winter solstice. Figure out how you're going to honor your body's physical need to disconnect to quiet down, to hibernate in this season. If you celebrate Christmas, have a wonderful Merry Christmas. Identify moments along the way to step into the magic and the deep, deep, deep gratitude that's available to you during this time as hearts open up a little bit wider and we have more space to love and accept and rejoice. Thank you, my friend, for being here. I have some exciting things that I'm going to share with you on next week's podcast, but I want to leave you with the reminder to celebrate all of the beauty and joy in your life and be a seeker of magic and joy. And this is the best time of year to connect to your own magic. Take care, my friends, and I hope to see you here next week. Bye. Thank you, my beautiful friend, for being here today. I just want to remind you that you are a beautiful light in this world. And don't be afraid to shine. Because the world is a better place because you're in it. And if there's a woman in your life, a girl in your life that you know that needs to hear that, I encourage you to reach out to her today and remind her just how extraordinary she is. And if there's someone who you feel like could benefit from the conversation that we had today on the podcast, I would love, it would mean the world to me for you to share this conversation with someone in your life today. If you haven't had the opportunity to subscribe to the podcast, please head over to Apple and subscribe. There are directions on the InHerEyesPodcast.com webpage that give you complete instructions if you've never done that before on Apple and also on Spotify. All you have to do is hit the follow button and you'll be part of the community. And speaking of community, here with season four, we have created the In Her Eyes podcast forum as a community page. So head over there, introduce yourself, say hi, let me know what this podcast has brought into your life and the wisdom, your wisdom 
the wisdom that has come to you through listening. Because I know together we are powerful, beautiful women. Until next time, so much love.